and welcome to episode 80 of Middle of the Row, the podcast. This week, we are discussing a new film that is an adaptation of a Stephen King novel, Pet Cemetery, which has also been adapted into a movie previously. When did that movie come out? Anybody know, roughly? 89. 89. Um, I have not read the book. Like Lauren has, who's here. Uh, Who just wrote a review. You should check it out. I have not seen the previous movie, which Ben has, who is also here. And um, John had technical failures, so he's not here (laughs) at all. So um, it's just going to be the three of us. But we'll do a brief non-spoilery section. This new film stars Jason Clark. Amy Simons and John Lithgow as the um, the adult figures in this movie. It actually is a really small movie, now that I'm thinking back on it. You don't see many people after about the first 30 minutes of the movie, anybody with lines. And then uh, there's a pivotal child actor in the movie, and uh, it's played by, I would say, Jet Lawrence. And I don't know. There's an accent on the last e, so yeah. you have to pronounce it. <laughs> I don't know. I, um, Is it just like jeté? Jeté, yeah, maybe <laughs> jeté Laurent. Um, and uh, yeah, they. I like all those people. Um, the girl is the first time I've seen her, but I enjoyed her performance here. Amy Simons, I've been a huge fan of ever since Upstream Color. And uh, Lithgow, and did anybody get the Lithgow Winston Churchill meta joke? He no. played Winston Churchill in the uh, the Crown. It was supposed oh. to be funny. Oh. Yeah, but I mean, does it count as a meta joke if it was in the, the original was version? Originally written in like the seventies. <laughs> um, maybe that's, maybe that's the Lithgow. only reason they cast him, though, just for that. <laughs> it was also directed. Let's give a shout out to them by Kevin Kolsch and Dennis Widmeyer. Um, ben, have you seen any of their other movies? Hey, I have to say, take back what you said about Jete or whatever her name is. She was in The Snowman. Oh, she was? Okay. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> I've, like, blocked out that movie just like the podcast episode. <laughs> they directed Absence, Starry Eyes, which I've heard good things about, Holiday. Star- Ooh, Starry Eyes was pretty good. Yeah. And, wait. Mama 2, it says they directed it, but it's not on their credit. I'm very confused. Um, Wait, Mama 2? It says Mama 2. Like a sequel to the movie you were praising the other week. Yes! Is it in production? In development. It does not exist yet. That's why. Mama 1 too many. (laughs) (laughs) These guys are kind of a indie whore cred, and I guess this is them getting their shot to make a big feature um studio picture and and one Gear- with a you know pretty solid fan base behind it too yeah so 
the movie is based on some reading I've done on the, the movie is ultimately supposed to be kind of a would you guys say this I guess not this movie but the story is supposed to kind of be it ultimately becomes a meditation on grief without getting too spoilery and I'm not sure I don't think this movie does a very good job at that uh, no, ultimately it doesn't um I would say I was in, entertained most of the movie, but it really just starts going downhill in the back half for me. Uh, but um, yeah, Lauren, do you want to speak to it? You wrote it up for the site. Like my biggest complaint about the book was that I had it spoiled for me, like the big event of the mm-hmm. book slash movie, which everyone seems to know, but I hadn't. So when I found <laughs> out the spoiler, it like pretty much ruined the book for me. So it probably was a great book. It's mm-hmm. just... When it takes, when you're reading 300 pages, just waiting for one thing to happen, it kind of ruins the experience. But I would say, like, the problem with, I had with the movie, like, I I did enjoy a lot of it. Like, the last 30 minutes, it didn't succeed, like you said, at what maybe it probably was supposed to be, but I still enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But, like, my problem up to that point was that there was just so much stuff crammed into the movie that it felt like we kept cutting from scene to scene every couple of minutes, like every two minutes we were in a new scene or something. So nothing really had a chance to breathe. And I didn't get to connect to con- like characters as much as I should have in order for them to be um, as impactful as it's supposed to be. Yeah. For the movie to only have like four speaking roles in it, <laughs> it feels like you should have cared about everybody a little bit more. Yeah. But actually, I will say the caring of one character actually hurts the back half of the movie for me, but that's a spoilery discussion. Um, ben, give us some thoughts on your the, the original for you and this one. So the original has a little bit of campiness to it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was intentional or not at the time, but I, I love the, the original film, not the, the book. Um, and I feel like it stays pretty close to the book. Not that I've read it, but I've, I mean, I've done like the, the wiki synopsis thing and it seems, uh, this movie definitely takes some pretty big, takes some liberties with it. I don't think a lot I of it I wish it had taken out. more. <laughs> I, I think a lot of it didn't work. Unfortunately, I don't think this movie was like unsettling or scary at all. There was like maybe one sequence where I was like, okay, this is kind of creepy, but the rest of it was, yeah, it just it, it felt like I don't understand why like with even with all these big changes it just it never felt like it justified its existence like it just doesn't do anything really di- like it does different it does something different it just doesn't it never feels good enough where I was just like okay I can see why I can see why someone wanted to remake this but um I I I I think the movie does find some interesting atmosphere and um mood in the middle yeah look at all that fog yeah um and i i appreciated some of the weird imagery like um i don't think this is too spoilery but um that the dad has dreams maybe not dreams and he would transition from their house to to outside and i really i really enjoyed the filmmaking in those moments but and then it just didn't decide whether I don't know the, the the third act in the movie I like you you mentioned the first one felt campy for either intentional or not intentional reasons you might not be sure 
I just couldn't figure out what kind of movie this was trying to be by the end of it. I just, it, it wasn't, uh, like you guys said, like, I, I didn't, I, it was really hard to care about any of the characters, mm-hmm. really. Like, I, the acting was solid all around. I can see why you like, you know, this main cast act. Like, they're, they're good. Mm-hmm. But they're just, they don't, they're not really given anything anything really weighty to to do or say that i feel like was or they're given stuff that's supposed to be weighty but it just doesn't feel yeah it it just falls flat and it's not and it's not and and like you said lauren it's that pacing it just like is you know next scene next scene next scene Mm -hmm. never it never really like there it's like and it's hard to make a movie scary when it's like okay here's a two minute scene where we're going to kind of build up something and then we're going to go to this other thing and then we're going to keep going. It's like, whoa, whoa hold, hold on. Well, it's a, it's a movie that the back third of the movie needs to be able to, like, have had characters contemplate yeah. some yeah, things. And, the, and, this, and we don't It never stops to do that. Yeah. And I hear the book. We have is a, a brief b- conversation about death and <laughs> yes, heaven. Yes, yes. <laughs> Which was a really odd thing because it's like, have these this married couple, like, never talked about this before? How they're going to handle that, yeah. <laughs> or, like, yeah. the fact that he doesn't believe in God. Mm-hmm. It's like, you, that's yeah, she's something like, you should know. She's, like, surprised by this. It's like, yeah. you married him. <laughs> you have two <laughs> kids with him. And a cat. Yes. No. Four cats, casting-wise. <laughs> nope. I totally agree. Um, but is anybody recommending this one to anybody? I mean, I'd recommend it, but like, wait to rent it. Yeah. And like, don't have super high expectations. I'm not going to say like, steer clear of it, but I just, you know, if someone's going to ask me, should I watch it? I'd be like, I guess. I mean, I, yeah. I, I would never watch this again. Yeah. I'm not going I, to either. I, I doubt it. it. Yeah. Like. If I if someone's like you want to watch Pet Cemetery, I'm like yeah, let me go get the one that's thirty years old. We can <laughs> we can do that instead. So, in other words, like for us, would you recommend we go back and watch that one? I mean, not because, like you said, Lauren, like knowing where it's going to go kind of ruins a lot of it. Yeah, I mean, but yeah, well, I mean, like, this I'd movie this like, movie it's... didn't wasn't ruined, even though I knew what was coming. It was just because I didn't have to read three hundred pages to get there. Yeah, and I mean the 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 original. Uh, not original, but the film, the first film is like, I think it's only like an hour and a half long, but the pacing actually feels better. Yeah. Like it just, it, it feels more, it doesn't feel as rushed. Uh, I mean, some of the stuff with church is kind of silly. Like, I mean, it's a pretty, there's some pretty fake cat stuff there. Uh, <laughs> I like the but cat. It's, no, like I, the church, church in this one was a pretty cool looking cat, but the one in the, the, the original, the first movie was pretty was pretty cheesy at times, like you know, Sabrina the teenage witch cat kind uh, of thing. Yeah. Like, I mean, they could good. CGI that now with Goose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is it Goose bad? <laughs> I mean, I'd say like maybe not now, like not immediately go back and watch it, but you know, give it some time and then. But like, yeah. what what's but, the point of watching this? Like, there's no like great scene. There's no great. Like you... I said, like even though I wasn't connected to mm-hmm. anyone, I did enjoy the last thirty minutes. Okay. We'll talk about that last 30 minutes. Um, is the is the ultimate ending of this movie consistent across all three? It's kind of in line with the movie a little bit. I mean, should we just get into spoilers? Well, no, I kind of want... Just so if, if people have a connection to it and they don't, like... I, I, I don't know. I think if you compare both movies in, like, the vaguest terms of how it ends, mm-hmm. pretty much, yeah. Okay, okay. 
Is the book that way too, Lauren? Um, a lot of it is implied, yeah. kind of, but it's also kind of different. Okay. There's, I, yeah. Well, it's hard. Yeah, it's, it's hard it's, to no, say. It's fine. Yeah. Say, I don't. Like, I don't what happened. Into it. I just. Yeah. <laughs> If you if you read the book and you never saw the other it's one, same ve- it's same vein, but a little bit altered. Okay. Yeah, I would I would say the same with the the movie. I think the movie has a pretty the first movie has a pretty similar ending to the book, but I don't know like exact the, how exact it is. <laughs> um. Okay. So, not arousing a recommendation here for Pet Cemetery, but. <laughs> If you're a fan of the genre, um, you could probably do a lot worse, too. So, um, This is true. <laughs> ben could attest to that. Oh, my God. What was the shit? The, the Prodigy? Oh, God. So, this year's, this year's horror movie already has an exceptionally low bar. <laughs> Pet Cemetery did clear it, but, you know, it's not a triumph. It's not us. No. It's not. <laughs> okay. That's going to do it for a non-spoiler section. Leave now if you haven't seen it, and come back if you do for some reason, and uh, listen to our spoiler thoughts. So spoilers? Sure. Spoilers! 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 All the spoilers. Spoilers. Yeah. Yeah, once the girl comes back, uh, what's her character's name? Ellie. Ellie comes back. The movie really started felt dropping off a cliff for me. Like, <laughs> see, that's when I got interested. <laughs> well, the thing, the the thing, Lauren and I were kind of, I think we were both upset about was, uh, in the book and in the movie, it's the it's original Gage. It's mm-hmm. Gage who I wasn't upset about that. Oh, I was pissed. Like, that's a you huge... really think a two year old can act out this stuff? That's, well, I mean, he was like five in the first movie, but in the... He was not in the book. He was like two years old. Yeah, but in the, but in the book and in the movie, it was, it's, the first movie and in the book, it's, it's Gage who dies. If they hadn't shown it was Ellie, like, I would have loved that twist. Like, just seeing that, like, oh shit. Oh, like, I shit. thought that like, scene was done really well because they made you think it was going to be Gage. And I, I mean, like, kind of, I, but we know already ahead of time because of the poster that it's not it's, her yeah, or like, him. If it, if I hadn't known, that would have been like an amazing bait and switch. Yeah. Well, that's not uh, your fault. That's movie. And it, you got to blame some advertising. Yeah, it's, I'm not holding it against. Oh the yeah, movie. I'm always I, blaming I mean, trailers. <laughs> It's just it, it's frustrating that like that that that's something that would have been really cool and I would have rather not known. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't going out of my way watching trailers like I was scrolling through Facebook and the fucking poster has it. It's just oh. I'd be, yeah I'd be interested to talk to the person who didn't know that was coming because you know this movie starts with a scene where there's just like blood everywhere in yeah. the front yard. <laughs> like what did they think was going to happen or where this movie is going to go? This cat got exceptionally violent. I mean, when I first started pick or when I picked up the book to read it, I just assumed it was just going to be like Cujo. What I assume Cujo is like because I haven't mm-hmm. read that or seen it either. Uh, I thought it was just going to be like animals just everywhere murdering people or something. <laughs> It's like, oh, this is very different. We suddenly went to monkey's paw. I was like, I was not expecting that. Actually, I have a, I have a question about that. Um, is you're, you're saying you were thinking there was going to be a bunch of animals, but in the in the first movie, they mentioned that there was a person they brought back. 
Yeah, there was in the book. But it wasn't it wasn't the old the older guy's wife, was it? No. Yeah, cuz that She's a, think... she's alive in the book. She but Really? Some, yeah. Oh. I don't think she was alive in the in the first movie. I mean, that would just be one more thing to dedicate time to that we don't have time for. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, and I don't want to see a grandma named Norma die. That's my grandma's name. Aww. I guess she's not a grandma. You know what I mean, an old lady. <laughs> um, but then there's also, I, I gotta say, the old guy in the, the original movie uh, just has the weirdest pronunciation of the word road. Oh yeah, it's like, it's they like, pronounce things weird in the books. <laughs> yeah, and it's uh, in it's the like movie, <laughs> and that's part of the camp in in the movie. Even South Park has a character that's basically him from Pet Cemetery, who will just stick her that rod. You know, he has like half the conversation. It's just people being like, "What? What? <laughs> Could you repeat that?" It's like they didn't get the warning across because they couldn't understand that he said the road was dangerous. Yes. <laughs> And it really is all his fault that everything happens. Although I did, I, I appreciated like the, again, I don't know if it happens this way in the book, but in the first movie, um, the older guy is kind of looking around the bedroom. He turns around and gauges under the bed and he slits the, he slits his heel. Can we just talk about that for the next half hour? Because I have, it's that one of my- That gore was out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I expected it coming because ever since I saw the first Hostel movie, whenever anything happens to an Achilles, I mm-hmm. basically hyperventilate. Oh, God. Like, it's one of my... I hate it so much. It, I guess it. I saw Urban Legend before that, and it happens in that movie. Like, the scene in Kill Bill bothers me. It's just anything to Achilles, I'm going to vomit everywhere. Oh, man. My co-worker just... blew out his Achilles a couple weeks ago. Yeah, but you don't, you don't yeah. see that like yeah, this. Yeah. <laughs> Um, the, the, that's interesting, Ben, that you mentioned that they definitely did a bait and switch on the yeah. under the bed scene. But then it happens too. later, and I was like, oh, they just did the same thing. They could have gone for something, you know, like bigger or bolder, or different, but it was just like, or just do the same thing in a different place, I guess. That's fine. Church was just looking his lips next to it. <laughs> Church, uh, was he evil in the first movie? Yeah, I mean, the, that's one of my yeah. complaints about the book, too. It's like he's a good cat. Even when he comes back, basically, the only thing wrong with him is that he smells. And so everyone he's basically abused throughout the entire book. They kick him and just oh, hate he, him because he, like, he stinks. He scratch, but is he scratching? Like, yeah, no, he was or? never violent until the final scene where suddenly he was like an accomplice to murder. Well, I mean, he'd probably, his family sucks. Yeah. Like as soon as you abandon that cat on the road, which didn't happen in the book, but I was like, you deserve whatever's coming to you. In the first movie, it's just like instant. Like he comes back and you can tell like he's, no, off, like, he's, book... scra- he's scratching at him and like kind of, no, you know. it's like the only thing that ever came back evil was the bull that gets mentioned in this movie. That was pretty much the only thing. And the one person who had been brought back, which you find about later. Yeah. But it's like, it was always one of the weird things about the book. It's like, it's hard to understand why Judd would tell anyone about this place because of how awful it is. Mm-hmm. But it's it just has to do with like, once you go there, or you feel the pull or whatever, it's just inside you and you can't escape it. I think Lithgow I, in I the movie like does a good job of selling that. It's, it's, the draw, it's, it's, yeah. It's like one line, and obviously they didn't put a lot of effort into it, but I, I bought it, you know. Yeah, I bought and then it. I feel like there was something like didgeridoos in the background, who knows. But then also <laughs> they noise. didn't, it seems weird to have, impl- to just only basically slightly imply that he brought his wife back to life, 
and then not get into that at all. Wait, I didn't I didn't read that. That I I, oh. I I took away from that he had actually brought his wife back. In yeah, the... that's why that's why the when Ellie was attacking. Yeah, him, she's like, oh, I saw her in hell or whatever. Like, yeah, yeah, it's like you brought me back and then you. No, you I just me. had I just thought that had to do with the fact that when they come back, they're basically like a demon or something that can do cause anything to happen. It's really weird. Like the book, they they vaguely mention a. Um, wendigo which they do in this as well and then it's like the powers of the cemetery can cause like a car battery to die and it's just like all these big powers that were so obnoxious because it made no sense in context so i just figured it was like like, whatever powers they come back with they could just like prey on your insecurities and mm. what you're afraid of aren't wendigos kind of like they they are like they they cause people to become like cannibals yeah it has something like these are the only zombies that don't do that which is kind of weird it's like this 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 being that's you know centered around cannibalism then creates these zombies that don't don't cannibalize Well, maybe she just wasn't hungry yet (laughs) so i think one of the bigger problems i had with the back third of the movie too was I I didn't want it like the girl, the, uh, the who plays Ellie. I think is doing a good, I think is doing a good job as this evil girl. See, I thought she was okay in the beginning and mm-hmm. got good when she was evil. Yeah, well, yeah. I just Especially I just like, like I didn't see little, her in the beginning. I could thing. see her acting. Yeah, and here it just felt natural, which is a creepy thing to say about a little girl. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I just don't know. It wasn't her performance. I just didn't know what the movie was going for anymore are we supposed to be having fun as she murders her whole family or who knows i think you're supposed to be scared it's just not happening well yeah i just her performance is just on this edge of like my my audience was laughing at her a lot to be honest with yeah like i was like it was me and two other people who came in late mm-hmm. so i didn't really have an audience experience but i can definitely imagine people laughing throughout the entirety of that sequence or that run yeah and it just yeah i just don't know what the tone but why should we be excited about this mom who has got like ptsd from this weird which by the way like is that is that how dumbwaiters work like was she standing on it and she fell through or something like she opened the door and just fell down the shaft right like i'm like how far do you have to bend it i mean i guess if it had gotten like stuck halfway and she was bending over trying to reach something yeah, and yeah. then just, just toppled. Like, That's what this, probably happened. It was just like, but that that like I was questioning it, and that was like the only scene of the movie that I found kind of scary. And then I was just like, wait, how did this dumb waiter? Yeah, oh, whatever. I don't. And we're on the next scene. Let's keep going, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like I feel like that could have been more effective to build up that character at least mm-hmm. had we had maybe more time with it. Like, um. I know Ben read my review. So in it, I was just talking about, like, first of all, I thought they could have gotten rid of that or we needed more time dedicated to stuff like that to really have it be effective. Yeah, because when Which, she and, gets put in her shoes, her sister's shoes, it's like, I would say, yeah, that was just, actually, it's such a weird moment. Yeah. But that was some pretty solid, like, body horror, though. Sure. Like, that yeah, that's actually, why that's why that I said well I was done. like, <laughs> it was decent, but it doesn't work in this mm-hmm. movie. Yeah, it felt it felt like so out of place. If you get rid of that whole plot line and dedicate it to, you give Jason Clark like like three minutes to contemplate why he should dig up his daughter, it would have made the back half of the movie work a lot better, I think. Yeah. Yeah. 
Because um, just so much would have worked better. They shouldn't like. I, I don't understand why Victor Pascal was in this movie. The kid who dies in the beginning, the college mm-hmm. student. Yeah. He's just this weird like plot device. Yeah, yeah. Things forward. And why does he follow the family? And he's just who knows? Bringing them back. Well, why did the family the go home to the place where she's scared of the most? <laughs> Let's well, go back to the dumb waiter. Yeah, it didn't explain. He said that he was trying well. to save him because he was trying to save him because the doctor tried to save him. I think that was. Mm. I mean, it, it just doesn't fit at all. Yeah, I, I did not. It's I like did not it's a supernatural that element that doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't gel with the rest of the supernatural no. elements of the film. Well, I guess I was I was okay with it when it was happening in the middle of the movie, but then by the end there was like no point to it. Other than yeah. bringing other them than, back, the, which the then daughter, just don't other, have sorry. them leave. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. What, but it's also like, why would he war? Like, if he's trying to save them, why would he tell them to go back? That's yeah. like the worst idea possible. Yeah. yeah. Well, they wanted like ugh, it's hard. Like originally in the book, he made the family leave so he could bring back his son. Mm-hmm. So, but here it's just like it I makes sense in that here. context. Yeah. In like. Pascal came to the daughter in dreams or something. Mm-hmm. So it kind of works, but not really still. Like, I still don't yeah. like him in the book either. Mm-hmm. But it's just it's just a cacophony of nonsense in this movie. <laughs> There's some pretty gnarly makeup when he died. Though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was pretty gross. That was pretty messed up. That worked. Yeah, that was... The... Um, Go ahead, Ben. I was just... the About the ending, like... It, to me, it was like all these changes, and then the ending is kind of the same. So the whole like, the mom ends up murdering the dad. That whole chain of events. So, so in in the in the book, you know, in the movie, he kills he he kills Ellie, who had killed his wife, and he's so grief stricken, he buries her. And then you mean she, he killed Gage? Yeah, sorry, he kills Gage, and he's so grief stricken, he buries his wife. And then she shows up again. It's like, darling, she hugs him. And then you see she's holding a knife behind mm. his back. So it's like implied they're all going to die. But then they yeah, do all these like hoops to change. And it's, but it's kind of like the same ending. And in the book, I kind of appreciated the ending. Although it was done really poorly. Like the his wife. So what happens <laughs> is that the neighbor Judd is killed by a two-year-old mm-hmm. and um, same in, same after, in after church trips him. So the yep. cat did go evil. And so the wife ends up going to Judd's house because he told her to come to him first instead of going straight home. So she ends up dying over there in that house. But as that's happening, the father's just in the home, like knowing kind of aware that this is happening because he sees her car across the street, but he takes his time, even though he's assuming that she's dying. It's like, just go over there and save her, damn it. But so, yeah, she dies over there. Then he goes over and it's kind of weird. Like he kills the son, burns the house down, but takes the wife's body out into the woods. And that's kind of how it ends. Like he's gone mad. Okay. So you oh, don't so see goes, them all coming back at the end. So it goes a little like fur. It goes a little further each time, I guess. In like and the I, first movie, yeah. it's, he brings her back. The, the next one, it's the whole family except Gage. Yeah. Yeah, I think who's going to be? I think guy. that yeah, he's going. Oh, I'm so glad they didn't show that at least. Yeah, but that boy gonna die. I yeah. think the ending <laughs> would have had more effect. It was just a really shitty shot selection. Like I don't know. Like 
I definitely laughed when they all like walked up to the car. Yeah. It's yeah. like, oh look, it's the Adams family. <laughs> yeah, it was it was weird. It was It was it, like one of those big moments of like slow-mo walking mm-hmm. when it's just like they're coming to murder a child. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah, I Fog don't. I don't. The, in the background. I, I I'm glad the movie that final punch didn't have the effect that it. I think it's supposed to. <laughs> no, I think the only thing that really, uh, it's hard. Like some a lot of the deaths still were hard for me to take. Like her, the the mom getting stabbed repeatedly was hard yeah. to watch. Yeah, I thought the dad getting stabbed through the chest, even though you kind of saw it coming, it was still like a big moment. But then it kind of got ruined by the I, final. I scene. actually didn't yeah. see her him getting killed. Like I, I, I was actually a little surprised with that. When did the mom actually die? I remember getting. Did she just like bleed out and then she dragged her away? Well, I, I mean, can't. I yeah, can't. she yeah. got stabbed yeah. repeatedly. I know she got stabbed a lot, but she looked like she was hanging in there. So maybe. I think so. He's. Going I thought over, she got so her like spine severed because he sta- She stabs her in well, the middle of the back. Yeah, yeah. Well, but then she's but then, walking off. Iron. But she stabs her a little bit more, and then she dies. Yeah, you see, like he five goes stabs to check on. Uh, the dad goes to check on Judd. CC's dead, and meanwhile, this little girl has somehow dragged this giant. No, because he goes up, sees the wife, and gets like something knocked. He gets knocked unconscious. Oh, that's so. Right. That's but why then, there's enough time yeah. for her to be buried. But again, everything. it's like she could drag that big body like the whole way well, up she there. Might have I mean, she's basically power, the devil in a body. So yes, yeah. I just I wanted to see her trying to climb with it. That would have been funny. that would have been really funny. <laughs> that's <laughs> some camp I would gladly take. <laughs> It was hard I just want to know, like, they there. talk about the deadfall or whatever, like, the Native American tribe that lived there, like, built it. Mm-hmm. But is it just next to the pet cemetery? Or does it, like, circle the entire grounds or something? I think so you had to walk so a pretty good ways back from the... But, I think it would just be funny, though, if you walk, like, five feet and no. can go around it. I, and I don't think the Wendigo was in, was mentioned in the first movie. It was so, mentioned in the book, okay. but, like... And it was so like, they imply they like it, it kind of builds towards the end where it's like it was probably the wind to go the whole time or something. But as you're reading the book, it just seems like out of left field that they're like, and this mythological entity is also involved. Did they ever hear it like making noise? I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. You could hear it in. Can you explain yeah, this? Yeah. Oh wait, doesn't doesn't thing. does John Lithgow mention this creature running around? Yeah, he yes. does. He shows him in a book, and you do and he hear also- something, right? Yeah, and but, he yeah. said it was a loom. Yeah. But it never shows up. Does it no. show up no. in the book? Kind of vaguely. Like, he sees something, but it's not perfectly described. And, like, something big runs through the woods and passes him, but they don't describe it all that well. So it's really weird. Like, I just imagine, you know the giant cat? You know the giant cat in um, My Neighbor Totoro? Yes. Cat bus. That's because they didn't show it and they're just like, something big's moving through the forest. My mind went there and I was like, now I can't take this book seriously at all. Evil cat bus. <laughs> yes. It will eat all the writers. As someone who's read a lot of Stephen King stuff, Lauren, is this, or more than anybody else here probably, is this is that a common thing for King to like introduce like this creepy thing that never really gets resolved? Um, one of his things tends to be the ending comes out of left field. It's yeah. like, really, that's it? So that kind of felt in line with that. Mm-hmm. Like, the dis- like I'm, I won't spoil. I won't spoil Under the Dome. But it's like, just the ending. It's like, and this is what was happening. You're like, that was, I read this whole book for that. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's it's something he Did he explain do. all these things in the Dark Tower series? Do I have to read those to understand what the I only read is? the first book. Because doesn't that series 
evolves into like all of his books are actually a part of the same universe i, I have think, no also. idea i mean that's what they implied in the movie kind of yeah it felt like um maybe the amazon show will finally get that right uh, i just need to go back and read the books because i did really like the first one um yeah I, yeah <laughs> it, it just i i've I missed opportunities with me on this one and then confusion at the end was um what did you think about the kids with the like procession? That was, was cool, weird, but then we didn't I, see I thought it was cool, but like yeah, that. it never comes back. It's like why they and should have just had that be like a recurring thing, just randomly through the movie. You'd hear those drums. Did or we even see her with the mask on? She just brought it back to the house, right? No, she wore. She was wearing. She wore it at when point. she attacked the mom. No, when she attacked. When Judd. she attacked Judd. Mm, okay. So it was two cats. I thought those were some good CGI's where they switched our face back to the little girl. Oh yeah, that was impressive. Yeah, that worked yeah. well. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's. It was a weird blend they of. They should have shown that dog but come back, some... but obviously they didn't actually bury it in the Indian burial ground. Mm-hmm. But there were some pretty poor, like green screens. I thought too. Or is that just me? Uh, like, no, the, this... the 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 background on the the ancient burial ground was weird looking. I agree. Yeah, like it, it really took me out of it more than a couple of times. Yeah, um, there was just, but there was just some, yeah, it just, I felt like every time there was something interesting in the, before the end, it was like, oh, this might be going somewhere. And then, yeah, and it just like it just doesn't. Didn't. And it sounds like <laughs> from everything I've read, it sounds like the book, even if it wasn't as successful for Lauren, the, it sounds like but it, it was working against or a lot of stuff was working against it. Like, had I gotten into it fresh, mm-hmm. I'm sure it would have been really effective. Yeah, I've just, I just, I hear the book gives you so much more time inside the dad's head. And oh yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, and that that would looking have been at helpful. The, looking those cat nuts, apparently. <laughs> oh my god, the cat nuts! <laughs> like, not gonna lie, I felt bad for him when his son died, obviously, but I hated the main character in the book. So when he was gonna die, it was like last. I don't know, like 100 pages or something. I was just like, please just kill him already. (laughs) (laughs) Does anybody else have anything else to say on Pet Cemetery? I just really want an explanation for why everyone comes back with a lazy eye. Is that true? I mean, the cat did and the girl did in the movie. (laughs) Y'all should should check out Cujo. Like, still, that's good. I want to, but like, I don't want to have to cheer against a dog. I mean, I think, but I don't want to cheer for a murderous dog. (laughs) Um, I, from what I've heard though, the books, the book's ending is way different than the movie's ending. So what is it with Cujo? Does it, is it just like, had they not, was it like, what would have happened in Old Yeller had they not shot the dog? Is that the next step, Cujo? (laughs) Yeah, basically it's just a really big. Does he really have rabies or is it just an evil dog? It's just a really big, the dog is actually super friendly. Until it gets rabies, and then it just oh, starts that's murdering people. a bummer, people. man. I feel like that made me cry. <laughs> oh, it's sad. Like, it's, it's, it's sad, like, and it's like they actually... It's like um, the dog from Sandlot gets rabies <laughs> and murders everyone. Uh, and there's like, a, there's like a thing at the end where they're like, you know, they, it's it's almost like a PSA about rabies. Like, get your goddamn vaccinations <laughs> for your pets, but... Um, See, that's probably why they took out the cat thing, because he was so against neutering that cat, but it needs to happen with outdoor cats, guys. <laughs> those those cat communities out there going up there and causing a lot of stray animals. <laughs> that's gonna do it. 
for Pet Cemetery. Yeah, I don't know why I still kind of have a positive... Like, I feel like I'm somewhere in 2.5 to 2.75 range, <laughs> which I feel is too generous. But I did enjoy the last part for some reason. I don't know why. I mean, that's where I would I think it was just because it was yeah, more I mean, cohesive. Like, it wasn't hopping around so much, this time jumping. Mm-hmm. It, it was actually yeah. just something we could finally breathe. <laughs> it wasn't, like, a totally awful movie. It just, it didn't really capitalize on anything. Yeah. yeah it was like, it was just meh. Mm-hmm. So yeah, again, just read the monkey's paw. <laughs> I am Zach Oldenburg. You can find me wherever you can find at Zach Oldenburg. You can find us at middleofrow.com and middleofrow on Twitter. I'm Ben Grigsby. You can find me on Letterboxd and Twitter at the Grigsby Bear. You can follow all of us on Facebook at Middle of the Row. And I'm Lauren Heimbar. You can find me on Twitter at Beware of Trees, and you can find us on Tumblr at middleofrow.tumblr.com. And I would like to dedicate this episode to Biffer the Good Sniffer. <laughs> okay. That was Wait. Stud's dog. I know. I know. Oh. <laughs> it was a cute dog. He had it framed and everything, a photo of it. <laughs> um. Thanks for listening. You're going to cut that, aren't you? Nope. Go watch something fun and wonderful. And remember, the best seats are in the middle of the road. But the cat came back the very next day. The cat came back.